SFJ 4x4 Studios presents in my in my oversized four-wheel drive Jeep a Jeep podcast starring industry experts pure monosity what what <laughs> say that again with mad scientist Scott Brown use my drill press as a sort of lathe our host Neil Simpson if one light goes out they all go out filled with shenanigans we we are really professional with jeeps this is i speak jeep good morning afternoon evening wherever however you are joining us in your ear holes on the youtube on the facebook of lives something <laughs> this is the big 50 yep. 50th episode and one year and one year anniversary of the I Speak Jeep podcast. Yep. All Pre- the ups and downs. <laughs> All the ups and downs presented by SFJ 4x4. Because, of course, I am Neil, and you are... Mad Scientist Scott Brown. The maddest scientist, Scott Brown. Mixing and mashing. You know, people ask where that comes from, and I said, you know, back in the day, he used he, to... He, he did it. No doubt. But <laughs> uh, back in the day, you used to, to, just for the pure pleasure of being um different maybe you used to try to mix and match things that people would say were uh were undoable were unusual were uh yeah you know were 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 not to be tried and I, you would, I may enjoy that and mixing and mashing you know transmission and transfer case parts and and all of those kinds of goodies uh the comments and, uh, are are good and they're starting to come in too we've got a congrats from Wesley a congrats from Diana and from Ryan, holy crap, I've tuned into 50 of these. All right. Thank you that's, all. That's a good or a bad thing, Ryan. But right. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, here we are. all of you, right? For sure. Um, nice to see uh, those uh, everyone joining us and commenting in and following up and whatnot. And I, I could have been more reminded uh, this weekend. I was We're obviously at a family birthday party for your daughter. Yep. And uh, your brother, you know, had to, like, within the first 30 seconds, had to talk about... Um, had had to talk about being different, poking the bear, if you will, because all the jeeps were parked over, you know, along the road. And he made sure he parked his Camaro with us, yes, because he he quote just had to be different. And I thought, oh my god, that's an old brown adage, right there. <laughs> like if that's not, but yet, but he's driving a Camaro. Well, <clears throat> mm. <nah. laughs> I uh, it's a nice looking car. It is. It's a nice looking car. Good it's, for him. It, it is. That's all I'll say. You yeah. know, there was a, a very rare breed that we saw at the party too. Uh, very unique. What did you say? Well, I'll pull up the picture. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes, the Neil Neilicorn. <laughs> it's a Neilicorn. <laughs> Neilicorn. <laughs> so uh, there was that unicorn hat that I, I believe Scott, your wife, provided. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, my it, daughter loves it, but it doesn't fit her, and she's very sad. Oh, oh. well, I'm glad she I was could. trying to wedge it over her shoulders. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, yes, I'm going to have to reevaluate my, uh, my wardrobe. Cause that is, uh, that may or may not be the same flannel, but I think it's actually different. I but think it's the same one you're wearing similar. right now. <laughs> it's opposite. Oh, it is. It's the yeah, it opposite, is opposite of this. Yeah, I, this. See, and my wife just put out a post today. Uh, I, I know. I was like, I want to like this, but I'm a little uncomfortable. Oh, uh, my <laughs> wife and my, my, my sexy flannels. Um, yeah. And uh, the term nowadays is lumber sexual, right? So in the 90s, we had that yeah. metrosexual. I read that, and I was like, I don't, I don't 
I can't process. This is too early. I'm not going to like this right but, yeah. now. But are you the guy that's taking the axe and chopping full-size logs in one slice? Not right this second. Not right now. <laughs> but I think, you know, if we really had the challenge, I, I'm here for it. I'll try it at least. Yeah, that'd be a good challenge. Um, uh, so Chuck also chimed in. It's become a habit. Monday suck without the podcast. <laughs> uh, we appreciate that, Chuck. And then, Joe, my hovercraft is full of eels. <laughs> Okay. I, I don't even Love know Joe. what that is. I, <laughs> I got nothing there, Joe. Oh, goodness. And uh, uh, Ryan, I can relate. Oh, fantastic. To the hovercraft or to <laughs> us putting things that shouldn't belong together. Or together. maybe that his Monday is not as good without oh, the podcast. That. I think that's probably what he's... Or he's, maybe all three. Maybe all three. <laughs> <laughs> maybe his hovercraft is full of eels as well. It, he just says today's random Monty Python quote. Oh, oh. goodness. And Ryan, it flannel is. fat guy summer. Oh, it is Monty Python. Yeah, it is. So many things are better in life with Monty Python. We just had that discussion. We literally talked about it. how we got through the end of the week. Yes. <laughs> you guys had a rough week. We did. Oh. You had a, we've had, uh, <laughs> if you're tuning in in any way, shape, or form, and you have tried to reach out to us within the last two weeks, um, you know, let me just start with I'm sorry. Yeah. Let's just. Have you ever heard of technical difficulties? Yes. Just that's yes. Good. that was last week in a nutshell. If anything could have broken, it did. Yeah, but let's go let's dial back uh uh two weeks. Let's dial back to last Wednesday, right? We will be two weeks on Wednesday. And um oh, it's all to me. We are pushing hard down the rabbit hole of uh you know, everybody sees the SEMA builds. Um we're not a whole lot different in the sense that despite the fact we were unable to have a, a build on display this year. Uh, we still have, you know, guys out of our facility. We still are transitioning the business. We're still trying to figure out how to work through our workload, so on and so forth. And as of Wednesday last week, I'm trying to sit down here in the studio and shoot a, uh, you know, like a marketplace, oh, yeah, how right. to sell a Jeep video. That's And then it happened. And then it happened. And I'd like to, I don't, I really don't believe in like coincidence, uh, but then it happened. We were smited. <laughs> <laughs> The whole the whole area was smited. The whole area does not not us. So so I'm sitting at the the I'm sitting at the studio desk here. He was, he was on a roll. I man. was on a roll. I was fired up. And we were doing a good thing. It went black. I mean, when we say black, like, it was dark. It was dark, dark. The we whole building was darked lights. out. We have emergency lights. They weren't working. They weren't working. It was dark. It was dark, dark. You know what you do in that situation? You freeze. So. <laughs> It, it comes back on, right? Momentarily, it comes and back I was, on. I was much, much relieved, but yeah. Then, but then it, I but was it pretty wasn't. frustrated because, of course, all the footage we were shooting, everything yeah. was gone, right? Yeah. And I was miffed, and so I walked up to my desk and I was like, "You know what, Savage? When stuff comes back together, you, you let me know, and I'll sit back down again, and we'll take it from the top, you know, yeah, do our thing." It didn't come back on. No. And then Stuff. we started realizing that only some things were on and other things weren't. And then we're I was talking like, about outlets, like certain outlets on the same, on the same like wall yes. were on it's and like off. Good, 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 not. Yeah. And then light, some lights were working, some weren't. And of course, we're just mystified. We're like, there's magic somewhere. Happening. Magic is happening we're, in the wall somewhere. Yes. And we looked outside. Yes, and, and was, the, the world didn't seem. Wesley's chiming in, selective power. LOL. Yes, yeah. We looked out in the world, and it didn't really seem I like didn't it see was anything on fire. No, right. and it wasn't anything too crazy. So I'm thinking something's wrong with our building. Yeah. Like a power outage has happened. A breaker has dropped. Yes. Um, so, we are we are an industrial power. Uh, there are people out there right now who is a, like a small shop machinist who is just 
dreaming of the electrical feed that we have here. Yeah. Um, because of the nature of the building uh, that... It was put in the right way. It was put in many years shop. ago. And uh, <laughs> yeah, then we don't really need right. It's a little overkill and a little lost on us. But we have all, we have multiple transformers. Uh, There's a lot of stuff going on. Not like Optimus Prime, but like the kind that stepped down and, electricity. And, and Greg gets it a little bit, right? But he wasn't yeah. here. He wasn't here. So we're standing around looking. Joe's and, asking, uh, was it high wind? No, no. Uh, retrospect, somebody drove into a telephone pole or electric pole and took out a transformer at the electrical pole. But we don't know this at the time. Come, it, uh, come to find out, it was even worse than that. Oh? That's uh, the power company was here yesterday, Saturday. Okay. And they were explaining some extra details that were above Scott and I's lingo of yeah, electric. Th- but basically, there was something going on that actually shouldn't have happened. But because of some upgrade, it created that surge of power uh, that we weren't supposed to get. you know in Men in Black, where, where <laughs> Jay goes into the post office, they get K, and he has no... Kay doesn't remember anything, and he starts talking in that alien language to the guy in the machines and that kind of stuff, and staying there, and you don't know what the hell's going on. That's what was happening when Greg and the electrical people were talking. Oh, oh, this ha- oh, okay. I was like, where is this story? I feel the like it's happening. Language. I feel like this is happening it was right now. Alien language. I was like, uh, I heard what wire it, what it, and power, and other than that, I have no idea what you're talking all right. about. What it came down to was there's supposed to be some sort of system in place that prevents. A three-phase power from coming back only partially, yeah, and they recently they upgraded. They recently upgraded something somewhere, and it no longer prevents that. Which doesn't sound like so an upgrade to me. It sounds like let's a downgrade. Let's get to the skinny but... of this. They part one leg of three. Correct. Came back on single phasing. Is what they call single it. phasing our three fra- three phase compressor. Yep. And it pooped. Yeah, you know what happens in front happens? of us? The, the the soul escapes the motor. You watch it happen. It smells like electric fire. It's terrible. So here's this incredible high dollar, you know, compressor we have. Yeah. It blows. And I would have told you three weeks ago, eh, air isn't that important. I have battery powered tools. After last week, (laughs) I have just such a appreciation for shop air. I just can't even express. Yeah, and that's the thing funny thing. We don't use air that much as a as a facility. We use so much electric. Um but yeah, so air goes, heat goes, yes. um, because we don't have air, and because it also has an electrical transformer. And on we it. pivoted. We, we had heat for like three days. Well, and... I end up shutting the whole shop down. I just pulled the main kill switch because yeah. we have two, uh, we have two step down transformers. Thank, thank um, goodness we did, because oh my god, because I those with more, <laughs> because those step down transformers um, were only processing a single leg of three yeah. phase at that point. Um, so that starts a downward spiral uh, starting Wednesday, Thursday, Friday of last week. Um, and then, you know, we are pivoting hard. Yes. Little compressors are popping up everywhere. They're very We've got loud. little pancake compressors. We've got eight gallons. We've got 15 gallons. All oilless. Oh, oh it was loud. It was so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness for the mild, the mild fall week because, of course, you guys had no heat. Recently yeah. speaking, Jeffrey's bringing in a, a kerosene space heater. Yes, to, and we to had tops to do five thousand square foot facility. And on the instructions, the top said, "Do not install for anything under seventy two degrees." I looked at Jeff and said, 
We're screwed, man. Right? I'm just saying that little kerosene heater allowed oh us to put God. that soft top on. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Adapt and overcome, man. That is the spirit <laughs> of SFJ. fingers still hurt. <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> my thumbs. I always love when people call in and like, I'm trying to put my top on. I'm like, well, is it a warm summer day? No. Is this your first top? Yes. Oh, well, I'm sorry. You're, <laughs> you're boned. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't imagine being you have like, a garage with heat. No, then you're. In I don't know why. Why did you wait this long to buy your top? That's yes, what my thing is. Because to them it's winter now, and I need coverage. Right, right. With Humans. us, we're at least supposed to heat it up and be able to do that. You know, um, but we always adapt and overcome, and we got the job done. Which a testament to you guys in that regard. So. Yes. Well, well done, but it's this shoving a boulder uphill both ways. <laughs> unfortunate comedy of errors um, have just sidewinded us. Uh, but we now have air again. Yes. I almost shed a tear when it piled on for the first time. Well, and so and what happens when the air comes back on? What's the very first thing that Greg's going to do with air? Uh, air air hammer. hammer. Absolutely. <laughs> Just can't wait Immediately to air hammer it. Immediately was air hammering. <laughs> <laughs> he was. He was. Saturday. He was like an addict. <laughs> he was like an addict. He was He was twitching. I need my air chisel. <laughs> Literally, the, within seconds of air. I, that's how I knew air was back on was he started air hammering. I'm like, okay, apparently he fixed the air. We'll be back after a quick break. You love listening to podcasts, but have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Maybe you want to build a brand, grow your business, or are looking for an excuse to talk about your favorite hobby. Whatever your reason for making a podcast, Buzzsprout is the place to start. Since 2009, Buzzsprout has helped over 300,000 people launch their own podcasts. Buzzsprout walks you step-by-step through the whole process and will give you powerful tools to start, grow, and monetize your podcast. Ready to get started? Click the link in the show notes to get our free step-by-step guide to starting your podcast today. That one Saturday where he went without, he was like, well, I could have done this job in 10 minutes if I had my hair chisel. <laughs> oh my God, yes. Okay. Yeah, we're working on it. Milwaukee, make us an air chisel, but battery. Yeah, but battery operated air Please. chisel, right? <laughs> Um, you know what we had, and and of course, uh, really we're 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 into this twenty minutes or so. I I don't know, and we haven't even talked about the fact that last week, despite all of this this dance we were doing, was SEMA week. Yeah. Uh, if you were anywhere that wasn't under a boulder on social media, you saw everybody uh doing the SEMA thing, yeah. uh, posting, reposting, you know, having a conversation. Uh, obviously, we have many, many tales to tell, um, but ultimately, I had uh, a spectacular time with, with Greg and Savage out there. Uh, we red-eyed in, we red-eyed out, and we got robbed in the process. Oh. Just saying. Oh, boy. Maybe we'll get around to it. <laughs> Maybe we'll get around to it. We we lear- might have learned some things this, this year. You know, we learned a <laughs> lot of things. Um we learned a lot of things. And so the big question that I have posed, uh, not only internally, but to uh, but, you know, to other individuals who participate in in SEMA. Um, and I've I've attended some conferences. I, I don't know if you guys would be familiar with um, the Arnold, which is a, a fitness competition. Um, <clears throat> it's spectacular and huge. And uh, it was spectacular and huge, and it's here in Columbus. Uh, Wesley's um, asking, how was the plane ride? Um, well, it was three grown men sitting in a sardine can of a school bus in a tube flying through the sky. Um, it was fine. It was fun. Savage and I snuggled. 
Uh, we well, that did, seems to be a common theme lately. Absolutely, right? we poor, did poor absolutely baby. have a medical emergency that almost rerouted our plane mid-flight from Las Vegas to Cleveland. They almost routed us to Houston uh, for an individual who, in in turn, was having a panic attack. Mm-hmm. Those aren't any fun. Directly behind Greg. <laughs> The worst person on that plane the to be behind. one seat physically behind Greg. Thank goodness for TSA. Oh, Greg yeah. would have taken him out. Oh, <laughs> it would have been, been done. There wouldn't have been a pain attack because that individual he would have put him out of misery. Would have been done. <laughs> he won't talk about it either. We tried. No, no. Um, they. Oh, just, there's so just many things. It. When we mentioned it. Oh my God! There's so many things. All right, so. So, so we took red eyes, straight flights here and there, and uh, generally speaking, that's Frontier or Spirit. If you're familiar with either of those, that is riding a school bus in a tube in the sky. That is just what it is. Um, they're not even cheap school buses in the sky. They are just school buses in the sky, and they wedge you in as, as much as humanly possible. Um, I actually did pay for our seats, uh, which is an option. You don't have to pay for seats, but as I was in the airport uh, waiting to board uh, home to Cleveland, they were actually, if you were an individual who did not pay for seats for a flight to Miami, Frontier to Miami, they were kicking you off. Despite oh. the fact that this was your flight, they were saying, hey, you didn't actually pay for a seat. We've, we actually overbooked with more people who confirmed seats than people who didn't confirm seats. <laughs> oh, so you are the weakest link. You Goodbye. are the weakest link. We'll see you again. And here's a voucher. Um, so I did pay for seats because I, I like to sit at the wings and forward. That's just kind of my... My thing, it's a, it makes for a, a more comfortable ride. It's the part that gets the crash last. <clears throat> Ideally. Wow. I usually and like the wings are. behind, but... Well, if it goes down this way, then... then... I just like the wings, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm mean, along the wings somewhere. I'm along the wings. That's where I want to be. I would be. agree. I've ridden from nose to tail. I have. It's fine. Whatever. Um, but if I'm, I'm in the cheap seats, I want to be in the wings. So, um, we had sat... You know, again, three to the road, just again to make sure that we had confirmed seats. Uh, Greg sat window. He likes to look out the window. Despite his gruff exterior, he really likes picturesque things. So he watches the world go by as we fly there. And that's fine. Davey, uh, of course, has to sit center because... That uh, makes I mean, the most sense. That makes the most sense. He's <laughs> he's low on the totem pole. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you can watch any of our videos that include me and Davey in it. And Davey needs to sit center on the flight there. So Savage sits center post and I sit in the aisle and it's fine. Whatever. Um, Our flight there is fine. Nobody sleeps. We get in at 11 o'clock Las Vegas time, you know, roughly one or so, uh, you know, East Coast. What do we do? We put our bags in our hotel and we immediately go out to party. No, to people watch because they're crazy. (laughs) If I would have been there. We've been asleep. <laughs> it's just the nature of the beast, right? I don't know. I think I would have wanted to go people I know watch. you would have. It is Halloween night <laughs> nope. in Las Vegas. Hard pass. Yeah, you have to go see that at least once, no. Scott. You have I see to pictures. see that. Now, this is, this is arguably Greg and my second time flying in on Halloween night. The very first time I ever took Greg anywhere in the whole wide world. That man had been in like three states his whole entire life. I flew him to Las Vegas... 
back in many years ago when we first started going out here, and we flew in. His first plane ride experience was Halloween night. They were literally dressed up and partying on the plane before we went down. I suddenly understand why he likes Vegas so much. Oh, my God. Yeah, right? So, <clears throat> so we flew in on Halloween night again. We made sure to go out and people watch. Uh, again, I cannot reiterate, we are all business when we're out there. We are intense, crazy, uh, Jeep-driven people. So it's not, you know, it's not like we're out there going nuts. It's not the hangover, anything and like that. Wesley's saying had to be beautiful. Dude, it was crazy. Uh, Wes would have really liked it because he's a musician. We went to a, a particular vicinity where it's basically a roving or walking party that travels about two or three city blocks that has a roof over. It's called the Fremont Experience. Big thing about that and why the musicians love it is there are actually three bands or stages. Jeff, you would have killed for it, right? Absolutely. There are three stages just just absolutely rocking out, and it's such a unique or cool experience in that regard. And again, we didn't do a, a touch of partying. We literally just went out. <clears throat> people watched, walked up and down the strip, listened to music, and just enjoyed Halloween night. It was very, very fun, entertaining, and interesting, to say the least. But, you know, circle all the way back on that. My question that I was running down this path prior, prior to the plane ride is how do you conceptualize SEMA <clears throat> to someone who's never been? Because the sheer magnitude and extent of it is so incredibly massive. I think you'd have to have at least some sort of reference, like I've gone to uh, something in Cleveland or that, and then imagine that times 50 or more. Right. and that, But that's so abstract. Do you know I what remember I mean? reading or seeing somebody's post, and it was section like 21,850, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> so this is no joke, right? So literally from, from one end of the hall... To the opposite, and this is not a hall, this is like seven connected halls, a campus, they call it, will take you, if you were to try to walk it direct, roughly 25 to 30 minutes of you just walking it directly. That's not stopping to go to the bathroom, grab a water, get distracted by something shiny, um, or to have a side conversation with anyone. Um, that's just walking. That's, that's just Get out of my way. I have a, I'm getting to the other end. That's just head down, hammered, hammered through, um, convoys trucking, and you're going from one end of the hall to the next. Um, it is so big that they actually have Teslas running in an under in a series of underground loops. Like to get people from point did to point. Did we not talk about this? No. They're, they're we did not talk about people this. with Teslas. Oh my goodness! <laughs> That I, is new. All right. New information has been provided. <clears throat> new yeah. information has Why come to the table. Why didn't anybody film that? We right? did. We did. We're going to do a whole video on it. I, I'm just saying. There's like so it, Elon Musk, right? Let's. Uh, I. We don't have time, people. <laughs> I can't wait, even wait, talk wait. about vehicles. If you use one of the Tesla shuttles, did you get verified on Twitter? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Davy. There's my. There's what happened, Davy. <laughs> So little, oh my god, we're so, oh my god. Chuck okay. is saying you found the secret Chuck, tunnels. We found the secret tunnels. And All they have Teslas in QAnon's them. QAnon's going crazy because we found the tunnels. <laughs> oh jeez. So, <laughs> oh, he went there. <laughs> so, 
So, uh, so where's the uh, check mark? He's asking. <laughs> Wes wants to know. So, yeah, listen, listen. Hey, I'm not a tweeter. So <laughs> that's just the, the downside is I'm not a tweeter. However, we did have an interesting, uh, fun, albeit fun, I was invited and then accepted and uh, am going through the processing. I now have the... Um, uh, the Book of Faces and Instagram did invite me just this past week to the uh, professional status. Oh. So, um, Davey was... You're on a new list. I'm on a new list. <laughs> um, uh, Davey was really desperately trying to figure out why or how that could happen, because I just don't have as many views on my Instagram account as he does. Poor Savage. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's counting our views on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's what it was. It, obviously, they knew that I rode a Tesla at that point. Yeah. That's, that's it. Okay, let's go back to the tunnels because this is just this is meat and potatoes. Um, Elon Musk owns the Boring Company, which, when it was released many years ago, it's the company that also sells flamethrowers. Uh, I don't know if you guys recall that or not. I do. Um, it's it called <laughs> the Boring. Of course, company. I know about it. Right, totally. <laughs> of course, you do. <laughs> the Boring Company. They are at their. Core, uh, twofold. One, they are to drill underground, and two, a spoof company for Elon, as far as I can tell. I don't quite understand it. Um, That's but, why they made the tunnels. <laughs> so they actually have these giant concrete uh, circular uh, barrier tunnels that it has a machine that, that drives through, and the, the drilling bit comes through, and then it actually creates concrete behind it and leaves oh, yeah, these circular things, right? Yeah. Okay. They do this in such a way that the objective is uh, the boring company drills and owns the tunnels. Okay. Okay. And then they contract out the access or use of the tunnels to Tesla, the mm. auto manufacturer. Of course. And since Tesla's conveniently don't, also owned, conveniently mm. also owned, I, I, I mean, it makes perfect sense to me. I can't fault him. This is brilliant as far as I'm concerned. Um, since they have you know, reasonably zero emissions, they can drive under the ground. And so there is a series of not-so-secret tunnels under Las Vegas that the Boring Company is seeking and actively drilling and creating more. One tunnel over to the Strip. It's making Tesla taxi service underground. Yes. Whoop, there it is. And then you don't have to worry about the heat sucking because... <laughs> Whoop, I, there it is. I heard with Tesla's up here, the heaters aren't very good. Because you're underground. It's a nice ambient temperature. And <laughs> what they do is, in two locations, they have uh, awninged, basic covered access. They have, uh, they have drivers, hundreds and hundreds of drivers making what, in Las what, Vegas. Wait, why, they why do they have themselves. drivers? Ah! Because they're not allowed. Oh. But in incredible how Tesla is branching is what Wes is chiming that, in with. It is, that is the case, man, because here's the thing. And we all know what the writing on the board. Every Can we call them engineers? Can we call the drivers engineers? Oh, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> I can tell you. You like. know what? They were well-vetted, well-read people. Um, they're subcontractors, so they're just coming in for weekend and event work. They're making between $17 an hour in Las Vegas, and they can pick how many hours they want um, in eight, 10-hour shifts or something like that in Las Vegas. They're making upwards of $25 an hour in San Francisco. Hmm. Um, 
Where's and the charging station so for all these cars? I, I got to back up a minute. You said they're not allowed to use driverless cars. They're not autonomous yet. But but they're underground. They're not on the roadways. So totally. Can he use his magic to cheat that system? So I mean, I think that I think that that again, any because uh, they're private roads at that point. Right. Any. I well, see. The thing is, I think um, there's something like because they're not. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's something there that he's not using them yet autonomously. Um, and so you're right. Maybe there's something in the future. I think we're all looking at this going, we know where this is going. These are going to be autonomous I driving cars. I saw that cars. movie, iRobot. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, these are going to be autonomous driving cars sooner than later. These people are filling a void. They're running the route a thousand and one times. Do you know how much data those cars are collecting? Yes. Um, That's you, why you, you got You realize upgraded. that if you rode in one of those cars, your phone just gave everything. You're you're on their marketing list now. That's why you got upgraded. That's why I got upgraded. <laughs> that's why you got upgraded. <laughs> that's why I got upgraded. <laughs> that's, why, that's why I'm on a a, a a pro account now for for Instagram and and Facebook. So, um, <clears throat> yes, but can you launch rockets out of them? Rockets with expensive internet. That's from Chuck. <laughs> uh, I mean, look at look at what Elon's doing. You know what I mean? And it's all integrated in some capacity. So I, I think I think with the way he's going, you're just gonna be able to take one of his cars to the moon at some point. At some point, or to Mars, it might be his goal. In, in a boring or to tunnel. the center of the Earth. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, so there's actually circle back to the fact that there are tunnels underneath the convention that will run you from the West Hall <laughs> to Center Hall to North Hall. How how long? How long is each ride? Yeah. Each ride is, is roughly three to five minutes. I was way faster so than being bar- out of Barely able to put your seatbelt on. Barely. <laughs> yeah. And, and of course, I mean, we got to ride in Model X's. Um, uh, I think it was Model Y's. So did they have plates on them? Yeah. Okay. They were all plated. Oh. I mean, and, it's a, it, and, and you're going to have to find the video, folks, because we're going to put a video out on it. Um, Davy shot, you know, three to four minutes and we're going to talk about it. It was just a wicked cool experience. These things zipping in and out of the tunnels. Obviously they have this 360 degree, um, notification. Now I would say we took Lyft, um, and or Uber about six times while we were out there. I would say out of the six times, three out of the six times we rode in Tesla's hmm. Tesla is just kind of the, the, Standard. So were you guys fighting right over a shotgun? No, no. We you all crammed in the back? No, I always sit in the front. <laughs> no, I just, I, you just always sit. In front. It is what it is. Oh, okay. yep. he, he wants to talk to the driver, uh, and uh, Greg's perfectly happy with that. Um, and uh, I do. I talk to the drivers. That's why you know how much. What's going to happen next time you go out there? And it is a, the autonomous vehicles. You're not well, it better driver. That thing better talk to me. <laughs> Better tell me You're its history. Have a conversation with it like it's Siri. Better have tell me its history. How long it's been in Las Vegas? Oh I actually met for the first time. This is the first time I've been out there like five times now. This is the first time I've ever met a person who was born and raised in Las Vegas. First time they do exist. They do exist. They do. <laughs> yep. Go figure. Go figure. Um, so, needless to say, that is just one of the ways. Uh, to 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 get around is these now the new edition. I guess these launched mid COVID. So, uh, you know, again, secret tunnels being built during COVID. I, I mean, just the storylines are fantastic. Why people have tinfoil on their heads, right? 
right? <laughs> um, and they were being built in the West Coast. I mean, they're being built in like two or three different cities, big urban spaces, you know, mm-hmm. and these people only work, you know, a couple a couple days at a time. You know what I mean? So it's fascinating. Now, really, really well run for a lot of transient workers. Well, it's one of the things that's fascinating well, it's about because SEMA. the car is driving itself. There's just a person in it. <laughs> yes, but even like the, I mean, so when you walk up, there are nine ish, nine to to fourteen stations where you can get in a car. Cars are pulling in and out uh, every second, right? And <clears throat> there is typically people stationed at at least ten of those stations. So, so let and me, then let me ask this. Since the Hyperloop's never got approved, is that is this the new Hyperloop? I, I, yeah, I kept calling this the Hyperloop. Yeah, um, under the That's pretense awesome that why you got upgraded. <laughs> <laughs> we got to watch this guy now. Oh my gosh, they're tracking um, you. That's the real I'm, thing. I'm, me, me and Big Tech, we're like we're besties now. Um, no, That's I kept what they calling this. Think. <laughs> yes. So saying crazy tourism. Oh, for sure. And that's uh, that's exactly what it is. They want people to come out there and to to have the the best possible experience. They don't want you to go out there and gripe about uh, having having to get a taxi. Right. Or the conversation years ago. I mean, as a young man uh, growing up in small town America, I was concerned about going to get in a taxi because I thought that taxi was going to hit that, you know, that that chess playing button where the the timer starts and they're going to drive me all around the city. And I didn't know what my fare was going to be when I got out. It it could be twelve bucks. It could be seventy bucks. I don't know. So, so um, how much? My, was my it understanding for a is they ride? actually benefit from the shorter drives, so they try to fire you out as quick as possible. Well, that's probably the reality of the factor. But as a young man growing up in you know the eighties and nineties in small town America, we didn't know about cabs and taxis, right? So, so how much we made up a, our own reality. How much is a Tesla tube ride? Uh, a Tesla tube ride is free. Oh, what? It's free. What? <laughs> That's not going to mind say. blown now. <laughs> it's free because it's part of the convention. They subcontract out their services, so the boring company subcontracts uh, out to Tesla. Tesla and <laughs> so on and so forth subs out to um, subs out to the conference. The conference subs out to the city. It's all nobody owns anything. Yeah, no liability. Chuck is chiming in. I'm hungry for a buffet for some reason. They're all shut down, Chuck. They're all shut down. We tried to eat them. We tried to eat at them, and the only one that would have made sense would uh, um, would have been, uh, uh, gosh, like Caesars or something like that. And that's like a hundred dollar buffet, and nobody got money for that. Wes is saying, "I thought it was because they didn't use gas." No, unfortunately, not not the case, Wes. And then Chuck's response, of course, WTF. Yeah, to yeah. The buffets. We did have the uh, the breakfast buffet at Circus Circus. Uh, delightful as usual. Funny thing about Savage, he doesn't eat a whole lot. He eats on his terms. So if you're buying meals for Savage, uh, prepare to waste your money. So oh let's just let's just leave that there. Wow, you're gonna see he's in the nibbler. vlog. He's a nibbler. He's well, a nibbler. But the, the real question is, was it because he was in too much pain from all the excessive walking that you guys did? I, there's so he much to pack warned. into this conversation. Um, <laughs> let's go back to, is he a nibbler and was he in pain? Yes, he was in pain. And so, honestly, he fared better. And again, we go back even further to the, how do we conceptualize this for people? I'll, I'll give this thought to you before we move on to Savage's, you know, pushing through the pain of the walk. Um, now, it's important to note, we did 15 miles the first day, 10 the, the second, and a seven-ish 
the third. So we didn't quite hit, hit it strong and tapered off. We did. We hit it strong. We tapered off. Um, so we did over 30 miles in three days. If you're sitting at your desk right now or in your, uh, you know, in a room at a computer, I, I don't even care if you're standing at a machine doing it, you know, doing, you know, pulling, pulling buttons and making and moving presses around. That's, you know, so, so 30 here, Jeff next year, we have to start them conditioning. Correct. Yes. About a month and a half before. Correct. I know this great security company where I used to work. Walk <laughs> 15 miles a day minimum. Wow. So, wow. you know, just go work there for a week. You'll be conditioned. Oh, my God. That's amazing. <laughs> I'll leave you with this image before we go back to the savage being a nibbler. Um, there was we passed uh, a couple, uh, probably the first time at SEMA. Um, I, without being entirely too graphic, she was propped up uh, on the street. Because at first I thought maybe she was one of the maybe the homeless or the mental health uh, insecure people out there. Uh, no, she was actually crying and and kind of like rocking because her feet were so uh, blistered and bloodied, and and they were trying to bandage her feet. And this was uh, this was w- w- Wednesday. This was day two of the show. Oh my! Wow. It's serious. <laughs> when we tell people, like, so you're you just going to walk. you buy shoes for SEMA. You buy shoes for SEMA. And you throw um, them away when you're done. I went and bought inserts. I went and bought, like, Dr. Scholl's while I did. was there. You know what I mean? Because I was like, I've got to. And you know what? I, I found out when I put them in my shoes, I had already had inserts from last time. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> so not last time I was at Las ones. Vegas. Just la- No, I doubled them up. Oh. I was like, oh, I'll take all the cushion. <laughs> um. Oh, God. So, as you watch the vlog, you're going to want to watch uh, our follow-up videos. Um, and likely, Davey, at one point in time, had to say to me, actually, maybe a couple times, had to say to me, you know who edits these videos, right? And I was like, yeah, but there's going to be things I'm looking for. Uh, um, because Davey was definitely not part of the clean cl- clean plate club I just at have, any point in time. I have to chime in on Chuck's comment here. He says, little known secret, the Savage needs Metallica and classical music for maximum motivation. <laughs> That's not what he listens to. That's his point. He will get out of the vehicle on a trail and immediately start taking photos so he doesn't have to sit and listen to that music. Oh. That's true. <laughs> this goes back to Bantam Trail Fest. <laughs> and Chuck. <laughs> and Chuck was. I think that comment wins the day. Oh, no, Chuck great. was. <laughs> Chuck was. I think that's perfectly fine. I know you would. I'm going to completely change up my playlist next time Davey's riding with me. Oh, not just oldies? Not just oldies. That he also hates. Well, a lot of Metallica songs are actually based on classical riffs. They are. They are. Okay. Oh. Can I, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you this thought, and then I I feel bad. I'm I'm talking. I just want to know what's going on with Scott a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> Scott's sitting over here. You're d- I know. Drink I know. Get some water. Um. I'm going to leave you with this. At one point in time, we were out at this barbecue joint at uh, uh, kind of a, you know, kind of a, a known entity place. And all it's, they do, what are they, brews and barbecue, right? That's all they do. I, at this point in time, I'm dying for something green. Anything that resembles a salad or broccoli or green beans, because everything to that no, point has you don't just do been, that on a conference. <laughs> everything has just been rich, savory creams, meats, smokes, all that kind of stuff. It sounds you know? amazing to me. Does it sound nothing? It wrong does here. sound amazing. 
except for when you're three days in of the same thing, right? I'm dying for something green. So we end up in this barbecue joint. You've seen joint. how much pierogies I, I eat here. I, right? I, that is fine by me. Me, I can and, Jeff, me and Jeff got that. <laughs> oh, goodness. We might might die afterwards, but we, do, we got it. So we end up in this barbecue <laughs> joint. Well, I'm hoping they at least have like a side salad, you know? It's barbecue place. No, no. The closest thing you're getting to uh, a vegetable or a fruit is in a fermented version. And... Um, <laughs> Olive Garden would be a good place from West. I don't think all, I don't think they have Olive Gardens. I yeah. honestly don't know if there's an Olive Garden, or at least it doesn't, uh, you know, hit on our radar. And it's so cool. The being Teslas don't go there. No, the Teslas don't go there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm sure Las Vegas has an Olive Garden, but when I'm in when I'm in a new place, I want to eat in all the local places. I agree. Um, you we find are some there. really cool places. We are there to find the cool old school divey joints, you know, or the notable areas. They probably you know? have to truck everything in since they can't grow stuff out. Somebody there. that's oh, probably true. Rob's saying they had to have coleslaw at least. Rob, you're absolutely right. That was my saving grace. Was they had coleslaw, right? But it was like a shot glass of it. You oh, know? I hate that. Yeah, it's such a disappointment. You're coleslaw. so excited for the coleslaw, and they give you that, and you're like, "That's a ketchup. That's container. right, right." <laughs> I want. I uh, I wanted two shots of it, and they had a cheddar jalapeno cornbread on the on the menu, and I was like, "All right, I won't double up my coleslaw because I'll get that cheddar car, cornbread jalapeno cornbread." N- no, it was not good. I should have just gone for the coleslaw. <laughs> Long story short, I got half the chicken and a brisket meal. Fantastic, <laughs> Davy, Davy, after mutilating his chicken, I heard a story about this. Picked it up. <laughs> And hid his brisket <laughs> under the chicken. It's just not right, Davey. The savage hid I'd... his brisket. Why would he hide his brisket? So he could be part of the clean plate club. Oh, boy. We weren't messing around. But, but he still had chicken on there. I, I know, but at least <laughs> we knew about it. And he was like, I'm going to eat it, guys. I'm going to eat it. And I was like, yeah, sure you are. You, you could tell he was nibbling, right? He was at that point. He was just nibbling. And... It was like totally one of those moments in the movie where like everybody looks away and then he looks back and the plate's clean. <laughs> so I literally, folks, you're going to want to see this on one of our social medias or on the post-production. Pocket brisket. <laughs> Pocket brisket that's, or Wes. That's Wes. I have a picture where you can just see he left like a dime size brisket sticking out. I was like, I see the brisket <laughs> sticking out. Oh, oh Davy! Yes, I, I honestly am looking forward to these videos. Oh my gosh, they are going to be fantastic. You're, you're going to not want to miss them. I don't know that that the pocket brisket, if you will, is going to make it. Um, but it's a great story, great memory, nonetheless. I haven't even talked about vehicles, but of course, if you're on social media, you'll see all the vehicles, you regardless. Did like, like a couple jeeps out there. Um, I did, and I shot a video on my fave fi- my my favorite five jeeps. I heard one was controversial that people said they should uh, get, get driven into a wall or something. <laughs> Which one do you think was that? Uh, I don't know. I think Chuck was just talking about how it needed to hit a train or something. Oh, the pink one. <laughs> the pink one. You know what? I didn't even shoot a video on that one. I did shoot a little Instagram teaser, uh, but that's not one that made the final cut. Did, did make the cut. Though, I can tell you after seeing coverage, because we dipped out, uh, obviously Thursday... Just to give a lowdown for most people who, if you if you care at all, Tuesday we did like we we plowed through the halls, the outside and the halls that made sense to us, right? And and um, there is an off road hall or exhibit space, 
So we actually kind of systematically zigzag that space to check out what Jeeps were in that area. Um, we tried to the best to keep our, our profile low, um, take pictures as we, as we went. Now, obviously there's going to be a lot of plain Jane Jeeps, your, your base lift, um, clean tire wheel package, and then, you know, a rooftop tent or a bumper package or a sidestep or some underglows or some interior lights, you know, and those builds are a dime a dozen, you know, and then there's the ones that really jump out at you, the stuff that really command attention. And so we were really trying to gauge which ones were going to make the list. And then uh, we maintained that low, to- that low profile and we tried not to engage in too much shiny object distractions. With that said, we did have a safe word <laughs> when maybe I would get a little distracted. I heard about uh, this. Yes. That was, it was Greg's idea. And at first, <laughs> and I don't remember whose idea was, According but it was, Greg, it was Greg's idea. Well, at first it was peaches. Of course. It was peaches. Huh. And if I if I heard peaches, I should I should that recenter. Bring me back to center. I should bring me back should bring me back to center. I should disengage with the conversation with whatever X, Y, and Z manufacturer or uh, you know, individual who, you know, maybe I don't get to see that often. Um, so now they all know that every time they heard peaches, that was Hey, Neil, shut up. Well, I mean, and that's okay. <laughs> like, if, if, if people on the large scale know me, like, I'm a little ah, out here, you know? So, you know, like, that's not Always secret. Um, so, so peaches. Squirrel. But then at some point in time, it, the, <laughs> the safe word became upside down pineapple. Ah, that's, See, that's what, what Greg told us about. Us. And and upside down pineapple is not just a, a fun, lovely print, but in some communities it has a a, a further meaning. And so, uh, unfortunately, that's the one that stuck. Peaches <laughs> didn't stick, and unfortunately, upside down pineapple was what stuck. So it'd be like Neil, upside down pineapple, <laughs> or or from ten feet away, upside down pineapple. <laughs> <laughs> So here we are walking through SEMA, having to upside down pineapple people. <laughs> oh boy. I did have to upside down pineapple, Greg, one time. I'd like to put that on record. So oh, sure. It does um, happen. Was it, it does happen. Was it uh, at the Ricky one? No, no. He never went and found that that individual. Um, he talked about it a couple times. Uh, he wasn't exactly sure, and he didn't want to get too crazy on that. Um, with... Uh, no, I had to upside down pineapple him on actually a really cool product, but not particularly relevant. It's sometimes uh, Greg really likes those trending products that we can bring back to our consumers. Uh, the good and the bad is one, we're oftentimes on the forefront of, you know, up down air systems or the ARB twin compressor systems or uh, some of our side steps or our pulse. You know, I mean, a lot of those first the industry products, we're right there on the front lines with them. Um which is cool. And, and honestly, a testament to Greg on many, on many products. Uh, also, they also bite us in the butt very regularly because <laughs> they're not thoroughly vetted. And yeah. then we're here explaining to the customer like, yes, well, I mean, we did a really good job installing. I'm sorry that it's a crappy product. Yes, it's going to be a really good product in two years. But hey, you're the first one in the country who has it. Yay. Um, (laughs) Sometimes it works out in our favor. Sometimes it works out in favor. Sometimes it doesn't, you know? Um, Hashtag Kevin. Yeah. Thank you, Kevin. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Um, 
So yeah, I, I feel like Kevin started bringing us those lately. He did. Though. Well, that's, he's full for punishment. He just likes it. So, uh, <laughs> so what he found, and and Kevin would be all about this. Honestly, we were there, and we thought, oh my god, this is a Kevin product. It is actually a product that goes in the. He just scooted up his chair. He's like, I'm, I'm so excited about. Well, because I want to believe in these no, products. Kevin did. Kevin oh, just Kevin scooted up his chair. Up. He's like, yeah. I, I, I'm listening really intently. It is now. actually a product. Uh, it's a really beautiful billet aluminum, a uh, fully machined, and basically it's a oversized check valve that inserts into your oil cooler assembly on the three six. Okay. Hmm. And so it looks so the three sixes, if you're if you're joining us and, and you're unfamiliar in the JK and the JL, uh, the three sixes take a cartridge style filter. So it's a, you know, a microfiber uh, cartridge that inserts into kind of a, a little cup or a housing. And um, it, it's when you change that oil filter, you actually remove that cartridge and you throw it away. So not your old school spin ons and our two O our two O customers. You still have a traditional spin-on uh, cartridge filter. Apparently, with that paper filter, because it does not have. Um, apparently, this again, it's it's amazing how these little niche businesses pop up. Uh, this guy's passion in life is oil bleed down. Mm. Okay, and he doesn't the like fact, the rattle in the morning. He doesn't like the rattle in the morning. In yeah. fact, and so he has an entire company. <laughs> dedicated not to having not the having the rattle. I'm intrigued. And so <clears throat> my JK rattles in the morning. So um this beautiful billet heavy duty piece actually does it have um, a, a filter you just clean then I'm assuming? Better yet. Oh, I'll boy. get there. Give me a second. I got inch up my it, chair now. I know. <laughs> it actually inserts it's it's a uh, billet housing and it inserts just like the paper cartridge filter does. I would expect no less. And it inserts down in and it has a check valve. So the engine so that it cannot bleed down. Yes. Okay. Um and then they make it in two way shapes and forms. One is just a traditional screw on filter and it takes like a like a standard 570145 or something like that. Okay. Um something that we stock on the shelves here yep. for other applications and there is sufficient hood clearance and uh it really? sticks up. Yep. Um mind blown. Yes. And so they did this for a bunch of applications. Now apparently the Bronco actually bleeds down. The Bronco all application bleeds down in seconds. That's why it's should... out of oil in seconds. That's this... why I should buy a Jeep. Whereas <laughs> uh, three sixes have oiling issues, but a little over more time. Additionally, this piece is sold in a second variation, which Greg and I were, were drooling over in that it actually has um, it has it actually has uh, two line fittings that come out of it for a cooler for a cooler and a traditional spin on a, a remote spin on filter location. I mean, I, I don't hear anything I don't like yet. Uh, Kevin's going. I've absolutely been looking at the anti-drain system. <laughs> I, I know Kevin. No less. I know Kevin. That's why we're friends. <laughs> I know, and I took pictures for you, and I have his did. business card. Yep, and it is. Um, it is just. It's just a really interesting product. So of course, that's where Greg got upside down pan- pineapple. Oh because yeah. I mean, you say filtration, quality machining. I, right. I mean, that's this his guy, love language, right? It there. was his love language. <laughs> <laughs> it's Greg's love language. Um, he the upside down pineapple like works so well. Scene behind it, and he's he's done. He's he's good. 
Oh my God, it's so true. Yeah. I, and I was just like, you know what? I've 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 done this dance. I've been here for a decade now. I'm thinking this is a cool product. And I, this guy is obviously a good. He believes. He's passionate. He's, yeah, he's you here ask to sell. him all the hard questions, and we ask him the questions, and he answered stuff appropriately. I mean, he's doing stuff for Chrysler, th- Chrysler, you know, uh, car applications, anything mm-hmm. that takes that standard paper filter. Yeah. And this technology, you know, he's talking about taking it to multiple bases. Right now, it's really in the Chrysler cars and trucks, Jeeps, um, and the Ford Broncos is where their main focus is. Um, I particularly like because we have customers um, who really want to set up to tow out of their 3.6. Um, makes this, perfect sense to me. It's an anti-drain and it's a remote reservoir. Yeah. Um, and, and or remote cooler, right? So. Yeah. You can increase fuel capacity and you can cool oil it down. Capacity. Um, <laughs> Love language, upside down pineapples. We straight for <laughs> a field today. <laughs> it's just it's all part of the it's yeah. all part of the culture, right? Oh uh, boy. Uh, next thing, Jeff's going to be putting ducks out on his windshield again. Um, oh. they're, they're already there. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the top's back up. It got cold again. Oh, nah, I see. Okay. You guys came back and it was cold again. I don't know what happened. I there, right? know. I know. It was so that was gone. Tuesday. Uh, Wednesday was um, Wednesday was was business meetings. I I got I got um, prepped and ready, and really the value and one of the things that I'm having to look back on is the fact that. Uh, for me, increasingly, these are, are becoming more and more beneficial. Oh, Greg went to a class on, on Tuesday when we got there, a TPMS class, um, which, uh, the, and again, those are valuable to this event as well. That's not even part of the whole walking and tubes and all that kind of stuff that I was talking about. Those classrooms are on a second they, story they elsewhere. They have classes in the Teslas. They don't have classes in the Teslas. <laughs> they could, though. Yet. Yet. <laughs> um, so business meetings all day, all day Wednesday for me. So that's why we only did 10 miles on, on Wednesday. Um, most of that was actually trying to get to breakfast. I will tell you this on breakfast. Breakfast on Wednesday was $9, and it was an 8-ounce sirloin steak. We know. Eggs, yeah. potato. <laughs> There's a story with that. Oh? I'm eating my macaroni and cheese for lunch. <laughs> In the cold. In the cold. With, with no, no hey, with, with no, no shop air, while walking around trying to get stuff done. Yes, and 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 he calls me, and I hear him order his steak, and I look at Jeff, and I was like, "It's a good thing this, we're on a level." This, <laughs> this son of a gun uh, is ordering steak in my ears. You hit him right in the feels. I mean, breakfast. talk about a gut punch. <laughs> I just looked at Jeff. I was like, "I have, a, I have an issue." <laughs> I'm gonna eat my macaroni and cheese. In the cold with, no, the cold shop with no shop air. air. Desperately trying to turn any job out. Uh, anything. I, I believe that's what led to bringing the kerosene heater in, uh, honestly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Jeff saved my bacon there on that. Oh, uh, I worked for a couple hours that morning. That's right. I did. I wor- We were on the phone working. Yes. Uh, well, I'm eating. Well, I'm over here breakfast. pouring gasoline on the fire over here. <laughs> He's ordering his eight ounce steak and eggs. And I'm like, I've never had steak and eggs. My life. Oh. I hope this is part of the buffet that he has included with the room. That's all I have to say. <laughs> Not salty at all. <laughs> oh, it's like, good thing we're best friends, because otherwise that's like, I'm walking. I'm done. I'm done. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. Lock the door. <laughs> Lock the door. <laughs> oh, gracious. 
Huh. <laughs> Noted. Perfection. <laughs> per, uh, perception. Uh, perception. It was all good. I, huh. I knew it was all, all had Yikes. a reason. Yikes. <laughs> it was nine dollars. That's what I know. I, I gave Greg crap about it. He's like, but it was like eight, nine dollars. It was cheaper than McDonald's. Mm-hmm. It's like noted. <laughs> it literally it still is. sounded bad. It literally is. It's amazing. Um, all right, and then business meetings the rest of the day. So really good things that come from that, um, and uh, will directly benefit us. Um, and honestly, I found one of my my favorite Jeeps. Um. I think mine will be heavily. Well, you have to see mine. Mine sway one direction. I would say I, Greg referenced two. That, okay, that was like the holy grail, and and you love both of them. So I'm really curious to see what those are going to be. Yeah, I um, <clears throat> and I I did no particular order. Uh, and the last piece that I, I will say about it is that I was following coverage on Gone Jeepin, um, because obviously. Uh, those guys and and I, we're kind of at a point right now. Like, you know, people like to see these pictures of like, uh, with people they know, with other people they see in magazines or on TV or whatnot. Yeah. Um, and I'm kind of at a point with a lot of those individuals where, for me, it feels a little odd being like, "Hey, let's take our obligatory picture so people can see us." <laughs> um, and so I think I'm just gonna have to dig up ones from the past and like recirculate them. Yeah. Um, because then, of course, but then you do a little thing. Is this this year or three years ago? Yeah. Well, and <laughs> it's a 10 year challenge, 10 year challenge. <laughs> um, so I got to, to see the guys at gone Jeep in, um, and, uh, uh, so Rick Payway and Chris Collard are the kind of probably the, the two primary characters, but then a handful of guys of ultimate adventure from years gone by. Um, <clears throat> we, we hooked up in a couple different spaces. It's funny because as big as this event is, um, there are individuals out there, and our paths cross constantly. So, uh, you know, Fred Williams, Dirthead Dave, uh, Rick Payway, uh, Chris Collard. Uh, you know, then you go on to, like, industry professionals that our paths cross, that have enough notoriety and whatnot. And people are like, oh, hey, that's cool. I see them in their videos. I see them, like, blah, 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 you know. And I'm like, the issue is, like, we do our interna- we do our, our initial, like, like embrace and like shake hands and do small talk and, you know, talk about whatever Jeep we're standing by or vehicle or whatever. And then we just constantly run into each other for the rest of the show. You know what I mean? And it's like, Oh, Hey, there you are again. Oh, yep. Hey, you know? So it's like, you don't, you don't want to necessarily like go above and beyond because like, these are your peers. You know what I mean? That you're just there having fun, trying to check things out, provide coverage. Um, now with that said, so I, I saw them on day two and I do, I, I've always enjo- enjoyed their content. Um, <clears throat> I will be the first person to say they have acted as uh, industry mentors mm-hmm. of ours to, to, to kind of set the bar to say, hey, what is that knowledge base? What is that authenticity um, that we should strive for? Mm-hmm. Uh, the longevity in the industry, these guys who, you know, these are not flash in the pans. These are no. not guys who are getting online and, you know, they like this product over 20, this product. We're talking veterans at this point. A more, right? Yeah. And they're not getting online, you know, BSing and fighting amongst the, the squabble online. Yep. Um, they're just, they're just, hey, they just want to enjoy Jeep life, you know? Um, so we, so I'm following their coverage after I've left on the red eye and home. Um, there were a bunch more Jeeps that I missed. 
I don't know what hall they were in. <laughs> I don't know where they were. I'm looking, I'm going, oh, that one would have been really cool. Oh, well, that one would have been really cool. You know, I'm just yeah. carrying on and on. I'm like, man, these are wicked awesome builds, and I don't know where they were. I did. <clears throat> okay. Give it to Greg. He found it. Then Davey, then Davey found it. <clears throat> but he did text message me. I was like, I was like, yeah, I'm at this Jeep. It's awesome. He's like, you're late to the party. Look back in your text messages. And I was like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> shoot. My bad. Um, I, I like to, to stake the ground that SFJ uh, initially found one of the coolest builds of SEMA. <clears throat> uh, to my knowledge, I did turn the, G- uh, the Gone Jeepin' guys on to it. Um, and uh, Truck Hero was there. Uh, stretching their dangly fingers into their madness that that they have bring to the table. Uh, if you're not aware, they are a conglomerate company who owns tons of other companies. Mm. Um, and uh, they're kind of the new four wheel parts, if you will. Uh, not the not the brick and mortars that people are aware of, but the parent company level because the parent company of four WP has dissolved. Um, at this point. Uh, interestingly enough, even selling warehouses off, yeah. we got all of that skinny in, included. So, yeah. man, we just covered the gamut. So you're gonna have to look for that one. It was uh, the build was absolutely beautiful. The story behind it was was really interesting. Um, <clears throat> and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what the the content that we create uh, looks like at the end because it was it was pretty cool, to say the least. Yep. So, uh, and then I came home and I got the flu. <laughs> Stomach bug. Yeah. You know what? The it's con not, it's bug. Not the... You know what Jason called it? The con bug. Con bug? Yeah. Convention or conference bug. Uh-oh. He said, you've never got the con bug before? And I said, no. He's like, oh. It's That's because people... you usually get it but, on the way to you it. have. But I, I have. You, you yeah. had it at York? <laughs> you had it on the way to Michigan? Uh, I could probably think of more. Mm. <laughs> I have the, I have the <laughs> immune system of an infant. Yes. That's a shame. <laughs> so I'll leave you with this at the last piece of when we got robbed. Because as much as I try to tell people Las Vegas is a super safe, very nice, um, I would not think, I would tend to not think twice about taking my family there. Honestly, as a small town America man. Uh, boy, growing up here, I just didn't want to go. I was, it was, I was worried. I was scared, um, and I wouldn't think twice. But the, I do believe in you have to be in the right place at the right time. And if you're in the wrong place at the wrong time, uh, you're exposing yourself to trouble. That is just the reality of the situation. Um, Thursday night before we boarded the plane, uh, we decided to go out for a meal at uh, a restaurant, and uh, one that Greg and I have been to before, and it's a authentic. Old school neon cocktail waitress, uh, high customer service. You know the host is is really on top of things. Um, there, the the table staff are fantastic. You know that kind of stuff. Um, but I Did mean, you hear that, you... Scott? Cocktail service on top of steak and eggs. I heard it. <laughs> As the air oil is compressors <laughs> in the background. <laughs> <laughs> he can't even tell a story anymore. <laughs> we're, we're trying like, no, we, we got you. We're all good, people. We're good. Shop's not burning down. Your Jeep's perfectly fine. 
We were internet was down. Phone was down. This oh, week. I forgot about the internet. Oh, was down. It, was, it was honestly a, a blessing because it was able, like, <laughs> not running over there to get yelled at by people. That's I'll true. Just, we were I'm focusing able to on go job, work then. on vehicles now. <laughs> <laughs> And it was real cute. Your dad came in at some point. He's like, hey, would you like me to do the phones? Well, the phones aren't working right now, so that would have been great. Yeah, but... we, we appreciate it. However, we don't yes. need it right now. Yes. Wow. <clears throat> That's when he chose the offer. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's when he chose the offer. <laughs> he knew. He tried calling. Like, oh, phones are down. Let's show up and offer. Yes. Oh. <laughs> I did finally let him in on how the phone system works. He's like, I tried calling you again. It's like, I don't get those messages. Oh, okay. <laughs> so. So. <laughs> We, it's, it's important. All right. I'm just going to, I'm going to finalize this here. I'm going to say we were trying to eat our meal and this young woman comes up and she says, can I take your guys' picture? And I said, oh, it's one of those. It's completely free. It's a hundred percent free. Sure it is. And I was like, I, I know where this is going. But maybe danger, real Robinson. Danger. Just maybe, this is part of their their environment. Wait, wait, wait. you had a photographer there. I wanted a picture with our photographer. He says, "Need to bring a cop with you next year." Wink, wink. That's from Chuck. <laughs> Chuck, I, of course. I, yeah. I think he's hinting at something. Yes. Oh, and Lord. she says, "I'll take your guys' picture, and and it's 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 perfectly free." free. Um, not a big deal, you know, just, just scoot together and I'll take your picture. And I thought, you know what? I never take these pictures at Cedar point or at any other, There's you know, reasons you don't do I, I never do these things. You know what I mean? And for a brief moment, I thought to myself, you know what? They're actually free, but they're not they're free. They're actually free. I'm thinking, Hey, you know what? It's because this restaurant, this restaurant would not hustle me. I taking my picture. Yeah, you know? Neither would Cedar point when they got the picture up on the screen showing you going down this thing and. That's only thirty dollars for you to get that picture. <laughs> they took your yes, picture. Yes, but there's already. a human right here. You know what I mean? And she's she's telling me it's free. They used so to we do scoot this together. At car shows too. Scoot together. We take a picture. We're silly about the picture. Okay, mm-hmm. she leaves. She comes back. You know, a couple minutes later, she goes, "Here's your guys's perfectly complimentary picture," and and she had a whole like just a hustle. Boom, full hustle rehearsed. And she was like, and these pictures, I work 100% on commission and not involved with the business whatsoever. No tips or or gratuities are extended to me. And these pictures, you can have two for $25, including your complimentary one that I already took and printed. And she hustled me. (laughs) You fell for it? (laughs) He did. Wow. So, So they took... My hard-earned money, but look at look at look at this one. We were both making kissy faces at oh, uh, oh boy at the Savage not too long before. <laughs> so they they literally do this at, at big. Where's car the shows. upside down pineapple in that picture? I don't see one. <laughs> Where they, as you come into the show, they take your picture in your car, and then later you want to go look at your picture, and you have this little tiny photo that's free, and then if you want this size picture it's like 25 to 30 dollars yep and you're like but i'm here and it's a oh and she gave me like like the sad story that she she's already made these she's already made these and already print them and here's here's greg and the screen doesn't show it well but this is 
Greg doing kissy faces into <laughs> Savage as well. So, <laughs> mind you, one hundred percent sober. We are not those guys, um, and yet uh, we can make enough poor choices, uh, completely uninebriated, to uh, fill so many, so many podcasts. So, anywho. In a nutshell, you're going to have to check out the videos uh, for all of the other fun, cool vehicular content. Mm-hmm. If you have any questions uh, you want to send through, you, you know, send those through to us. We can address them next week or so. Uh, Kevin, your uh, leak down or anti-drain system will be here in a week or two. Um, <laughs> good luck since it's a first, it's a first production run. Meh. Um, <laughs> And uh, that's why it's called Archie. <laughs> Artie. Artie, not Artie. Archie. Same difference. <laughs> no, it's no, not the same difference. Not at all. No. <laughs> Man, scientist, same difference. No. <laughs> I think we take a quick break. We come back and we talk about Fox Shocks. Yep. All right. All right. And now it's time for our product spotlight. Hashtag no sponsor. Spotlight. Hashtag no sponsor. All right. We're going to make this brief. Because I could pontificate on Fox Shocks for an entire podcast. Yeah, myself. Scott hasn't talked at all as it is, so we're just looking at that out of the way over here. <laughs> I, he's in his feelings this morning. <laughs> right? He's he's. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to do something about some steak. <laughs> I'm gonna have to buy some steak for the shop or something. <laughs> if anybody, uh, if anybody is a good like uh, short short cook chef uh, and got a, a mobile griddle, um, <laughs> wants to come in and do a steak afternoon, I'm 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 here for oh, this it. This sounds good. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll, I'll, I'll subcontract you. <laughs> ah, he just went to the mushrooms. Why mushrooms? Why? Why is he down with the fungus? Why yeah, you, we're went straight fungus. No longer interested. Oh. <laughs> All right. Are you going to talk about Fox Shocks? Well, or are we just going to talk about your you're, feelings you're more? You're talking about Fox R- Shocks. Ryan's saying I'll sponsor. <laughs> Ryan's sponsoring the steak afternoon. Um, I'm talking about Fox Shocks. You're talking about Fox Why? Shocks. Why? I, I talked the whole podcast. <laughs> yeah, you don't no, want to talk. It sucks, but that is the reality. I, I think at podcast. this point, we just do a teaser of Fox Shocks, and we just make it an episode because there's so much to talk about. All right. Fox there Shocks. is so much to talk about. Here's what I will tell you. I was... <laughs> Boom, boom, boom. I was in the king booth. Oh, boy. Hmm. Think about them apples. Now, I will tell you, I started the week Tuesday in the fox booth. There's some uh, there's some things happening right now, folks. Uh-oh. And uh, um, they're very good. And what I always say about fox is that I can know I know I can make you happy in a fox. Um, That's true. And they are, uh, in my opinion, in our specific geographic and um, Joe says you guys just enjoy saying Fox Shocks. Yeah, we have just because no. we're all Dr. Fox Seuss Shocks fans. rocks. Yes, That's, we're Joe? all Dr. Seuss fans. That's what it is. That's yeah. right. Right. Fox Shocks rocks in the. In the box. In the box. (laughs) We can do a whole Dr. Seuss. We will do a Fox Shocks episode, and there will be a tongue twister Dr. Seuss uh, thing for that. Scott will not be saying. I guarantee it. With Scott, we'll need to make up some talk time. Oh, man. He will have to read. It has been born right now. It has been born right now. This idea. Thank you, Joe, for adding to that. (laughs) Stop the Scott abuse. So, uh, I did. I, I am if 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 
if you've had any time for me to talk beyond just your initial build sheets or, or kind of what's going on at the shop or with your Jeep or whatever, uh, things that I like how how things tick. I like U-joints and flex joints and shocks. I like the little things that other people tend not to care about, that finite minutia. And that's what um, makes your Jeep drive and ride nice. It's, what, it's the little secret sauce that makes your Jeep just better than your buddies who went somewhere else. And... The thing about Fox shocks has to do with particular valving and construction, both internal and external. Um, seated next to us could be, I don't know, it could be whatever it does. Actually, it doesn't matter what it is, um, except for unless it's Joe Brilla's new steering no. stabilizer. No. Okay. It's a JL. Uh, um, what? I don't think we went with the small one for Joe. That's right. Um, so uh, what Fox brings to the table is decades of high quality energy dampening um you know uh design engineering and production and they, they look cool and they look cool and they last they look cooler and they last longer yep. than other products that look cool got, got as 80, well thousand miles on my jk <laughs> absolutely <laughs> um they have more robust seal structures the only downside to Fox shocks, especially in a monotube design or your standard 2.0 smooth body shock, is the fact that they will depreciate in the whoops. Here's the thing. They're not built for the whoops. They're built for Scott to drive 80,000 miles in northeastern Ohio. Yeah. If you want to run in the whoops, then we're going to need to get you a, a resi or a bypass or something You know that's comparable. And, and if we're honest, how many people... Whoop, they're cheap. <laughs> Regularly. Regularly. Right? That was the thing. I, I, You know, it's about regular whooping. Yes. And because not, And not the caning at whooping, actual correct. whoops. <laughs> correct. Because if you only go to Moab once and whoop, and you're, like, disappointed in your shocks, I'm sorry. They work. And they're going to get you home. <laughs> and they're going to get you home. Yeah. You know, they work 80% of the time. And that's probably the number one complaint I have is like, oh, I was out at Southington and I was running through the sand and it, you know, or, or even Silver Lake or whatever. And they got squishy on me. Okay. I mean, Pull then, over. Give your Jeep a, a minute. Yeah. <laughs> have a sandwich. Right. It'll be okay. <laughs> With that said, Fox is straight bringing heat these days. Um kind of have to, I think. They kind of have to. And they are trying to... Um, Chuck they, says uh, whoops are for Broncos. Real men rock crawl. <laughs> Chuck is on fire today. Ooh, yes. Yes. Um, this is a great... It, comments are on fire today. I know. This is a good moment. Take, take a spot and say, hey, if you're listening to us on your favorite streaming you know, uh, podcast platform... Come over and join us on a live one day. Yeah. Jump on comments and and, You're missing some stuff. and have a good time with us, you know? Yeah. But with that said, uh, Fox is on fire. They are stocked up with Jeep product material. Thank God. And <laughs> they are developing big, bad stuff. And I can't speak enough good things into the universe about what has been told to me, the consistency, and then the follow through that I've seen. They came back to me in June and they said, Neil, we're sorry we screwed up. Please give us a chance again. Um, in August, had a conversation, said, Neil, we know we screwed up with a lot of stuff. We're, we're bringing the heat back to the, you know, to the kitchen. And here's, here's what we have to offer. And they've only followed it through with actual production items here in November. So they have not only just talked the talk, but they're walking the walk at this point in time. Um, so I'm very excited out of them. Like I said, I did spend some time with King and understanding what they're doing um, because we have had some customers request King and, and King's product lines. 
very, very viable product. It'd be nice to have King and Fox as viable options within our house. We are already one of the largest Fox distributors in the tri-state area. And so uh, it would be cool to add uh, that King option to the table as well um, when people are looking for just the ultimate performance uh, shocks on the market uh, in that Fox and, and King, you know, kind, kind of, of kind of like giant CJ sevens on 37s. <laughs> just like so just like that um but very cool stuff and really great stuff coming down the pipe we'll talk more about fox in the very near future i'll do a, we'll do a whole podcast on them talk about where they came from what makes them just uniquely different and i can tell you um there is a particular shock manufacturer that i have not mentioned that came on really strong over the last few years please take note that i did not mention them I'm not going to bring them up. I'm not going to run anything into the ground. But there is a big, notable Jeep shock manufacturer. And I didn't mention them because they're not relevant. They're not available anymore. Uh, now, I shouldn't say they're not available. They are available. They're not on the main stage like they once were. And there's a reason for that. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll leave that with that conversation. With that bombshell. With that bombshell. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So I think at this point, because we... So much focused on SEMA. Next week, we're going to have to discuss our look back at our one year of podcast. I think that's a great plan. Yeah. So, and then we're going to get Rob Morgan on. Yes. Because he needs to come on. People need to know about Daddy Jeep and his YouTube channel and his build and uh, some of the other cool stuff that he's doing. He did call me out last week. He emailed me and said, Hey, I'm still waiting to hear from you guys for dates. And I replied back. I said, Hey, yeah. These these the days, which one? Let on me know. Fire, <laughs> <laughs> folks. If you if you tried at all to reach us last week, Godspeed, or, or the or the week pri- the week prior, <laughs> we apologize. Yes, it has been a fun one. I hope you enjoy our coverage. Watch for our videos coming out. Obviously, check out our social media as more pictures and follow up uh, comes out from SEMA and other cool hot or not stuff that I've got going on. I will leave you with that last thought. There was a really cool pink uh, Barbie Jeep that I think Chuck loved. Uh, <laughs> it is actually in, uh, it is actually from a builder here in Northeastern Ohio. He is like oh. a, he's like a monster truck builder. Hey, good for him. Um, despite that, yeah, it might not be parts of that guy. <laughs> despite the fact that it might not be to our taste and I, and it's not, I understand that uh. it was actually decently built. That, thank goodness. About time. It was. Uh, he said, I think the Green Hornet was the crash test dummy. <laughs> All right, folks. I <laughs> hope you had a good time with us. Until next week, Jeep on. Jeep on. Jeep on.